everyone. I am Farah Kimji, and you are listening to the Futura Talks podcast. I believe the future will be built by those who see opportunity where others see uncertainty. It will be built by people that don't look like the traditional leaders of our past, but by women and individuals from diverse backgrounds that see the world differently and who are driven to make it better for all. This podcast will feature these people, self-made leaders and entrepreneurs that defy odds and are motivated to build a better future. We will also share practical advice for how you can unlock your full potential as the leader of your own Futura. Now, let's jump into today's episode. everyone. I am so fired up about this week's topic. And it's actually an extension of last week's topic where we talked about how we should stop caring so much about what other people think. And a lot has come up for me since that episode. Well, first of all, what has come up is that I have received a lot of feedback that the episode was really resonating with people, which made me realize how caring about what other people think is something that affects a lot of people in so many different ways. And then secondly, what came up for me is that after I recorded that episode where I talked about, you know, not needing to care so much about what people think, I noticed just how blocked I still am myself in this area, right? So even though I just dropped that episode and I've worked through so many layers of trying to understand, you know, where I still have this need to care about what people think, I still had a lot going on in that space. And that's the thing is that it really is layered. And it shows up in the sneakiest ways, both consciously and subconsciously. We don't even know sometimes that we're thinking uh, we're, we're caring about what other people think when we're doing the things that we're doing. I mean, for me, I dropped the episode, right? And immediately after I dropped it, I thought, oh, well, I hope people like it, which clearly means I still care what people think. And that seems innocent enough, right? It seems like, okay, that's fine, Farah. That's pretty normal. But what it means is that I'm actually creating something from a place of wanting to please, which again, there may seem like there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like we do the things that we do for others. So rightfully, we want their approval and validation. That seems harmless, right? But the reality is that it's not harmless. And in fact, it may actually be quite harmful if this is the place that you are creating from And if you are using it as a measure to value yourself, right? If you are using what people think about you as a place to then create something or to use that as validation to value yourself in some way, this can be very harmful. And this really came to the forefront for me since I recorded the episode not too long ago and I realized I really needed to do a part two on this topic 
to really unpack what is going on. And I also want to talk about why and what you should really care about instead. Okay, so we're not just going to talk about not caring. We are going to talk about what we can care about and what we should be caring about. So to preface this, I do want to clarify that I am not saying that we need to be at a level where we're walking around not caring what anyone thinks and just doing whatever the F we want to the point that it totally neglects other people. That is not what I'm saying, especially if it's neglecting the people that you care about. Okay, that is not the message here. So don't don't take it that way. The message here is that when we care so much about others' opinions, what does that mean for our life, our business, our dreams, our desires, and essentially our results, okay? And in order to really figure that one out, as always, if you know me, we're going to start with the why. Why do we still care so much about what others think? Even when we think that we don't care so much about what others think. Okay, so why? Why do we care about what others think about us? First off, okay, it is human nature. We want to belong. We want to fit into the pack. That was necessary for our survival. It was a survival mechanism to fit in, to have people around you, right? So there's nothing wrong in that. That's a natural instinct to want that. But if you go a little bit deeper, right? In today's day and age, it's not just about survival. We're not out there fighting a pack of wolves, right? So why do we still need it today? I think that underlying that need for approval is often related to core wounds that we have. And those can be core wounds around feelings of abandonment, feeling unlovable, feeling unworthy. And in order to truly understand where that is coming from, those feelings of abandonment, unworthiness, not being lovable, you really have to dig deep and be honest with yourself about what wounds, what hurts, what traumas you are still holding on to that are not serving you, right? Not only that they're not serving you, but that they're actually still dictating your thoughts. They, you know, they're still running the programming in your head. And in turn, they're dictating your actions or for many of us are in action. Okay. Without making this a full-blown therapy session, which I actually highly recommend to work with, you know, someone one-on-one, a therapist or a coach, if you have some deep core wounds that you need to work through. I myself will share one that I am working through. I'm still working through. I've been working through this for a long time, and I probably will work through it for a long time going forward. And that is that I have an abandonment wound, okay? And I know that this may be partly because my mom went back to school when I was really young. Um, She was actually away for four days a week um, for almost four years when I was aged four to eight. Okay. So like those prime years and most days though, I think I'm at total peace with that. Right. I I understand she was doing this to better her life and her family. And it's been, you know, 35 years later and, you know, she has, what she did, that sacrifice she made 
helped our family in so many ways. There's, you know, in my head, there's no resentment around that. But the reality is a four-year-old Farah didn't get all of that. And sometimes while I think I'm at total peace with it, I realize that I am still making decisions from a place of needing to be liked, okay? Which really comes down to not wanting to be abandoned, right? So it's layered. This is where it's still layered. And now that I can, you know, talk about it and openly, and I have awareness about it, and I know where it's still showing up, and, and you need that. You need that awareness around those deep core wounds that you still have to really understand where they come from in order to be able to address them directly, in order to be able to reparent yourself and say, you know what? There is no need to have an abandonment wound. The people around you are there. They're not leaving you. They're not going to leave you if you do something good or bad or any of that, right? So you need to be able to reparent yourself, but you can't do that if you don't have the awareness around it. So I really encourage you to look through where your need for approval, validation, uh, people pleasing, all of those things, where is that coming from? What is that tied to? Is there some wound or wounds or traumas? that maybe you had in your early childhood or later, or still have, that you keep coming back to that need to care about what other people think, to seek their approval. Lately, for me, it feels like it's showing up in a way where I, what I'm doing now, right? So like I I have an awareness around this. So I know where it's showing up. It's showing up for me that I'm not going full out for what I want. I know this about myself. I, you know, I play small, And I think it's because I fear what will happen if I do go all out. There's two fears that I have. One is, okay, maybe I'm going to fail. And if I fail, I'm going to be abandoned. Now, the other flip side to that is what happens if I succeed? I still fear I might also be abandoned. Maybe there's some people around me that won't be happy for my success, right? So this abandonment wound it's twofold here. Like it's kind of keeping me stuck. Cause I'm like, okay, I don't want to fail. Or if I do succeed, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what that would feel like. And then either way I might end up abandoned, but what would happen if I didn't fear being abandoned or fear being successful, right? Because the truth is that the right people will be by your side, even when you're at your best. And actually, especially when you're at your best, The right people will be there. They will be happy for you. They will be cheering you on. They will be supporting you. And when you're at your best, it might mean that the wrong people will fall away, or maybe they just need to fall away in order for you to step into your highest self. And ultimately, when you are staying true to yourself and you're not giving up on yourself, if you don't give up on those dreams that you have because of what other people think, You're then not allowing this growing resentment to form with yourself because of all the things, you know, that you could be doing all that unleashed potential that you're not unleashing or those big ideas that you have that you're not chasing. I have found that when I sit in a place where I have a dream that I'm not going after for a long period of time, I start to grow resentment with myself for not doing it. 
And when I unpack the reasons why I'm not doing it, and one of them is because I'm caring what other people think, I'm like, this is not a good enough reason because I don't like how I'm feeling inside because I'm not chasing the things I want to do. That resentment starts to outweigh what anyone else is going to think. That's not a nice feeling to have inside. Okay. So ultimately, I think there are three main areas where we really seek this need for approval, for this need for acceptance, for validation. And I feel like these three areas, if we're seeking this, can have serious consequences on our mental health, on our relationships, and ultimately on our personal growth, okay? With respect to mental health, when you are seeking validation and acceptance from others, that can lead to a really unhealthy level of dependency. It can cause feelings of anxiety, of self-doubt, low self-esteem. When your self-worth is tied to approval, they call it, there's this term that I just came across called approval addiction, okay? So you want to ask yourself, do you find that you're constantly seeking approval from others? You know, many of us do this and it's often due to a lack of self-worth, okay? Maybe we grew up with parents who only showed us love based on our achievements or our actions or our behaviors, or if we were sick, we got approval when we, we, we got attention when we achieved or we were sick or something like that. So as a result, we feel like our worth is determined by what others think of us when we achieve, right? If we're only getting that love and acceptance when we achieve, then we continue as adults sometimes to let our worth be dictated by that. Now, you might think, okay, well, these approval addicts, and I will say I'm probably one of them. I know I am actually. I'm working on it though. Like I have gone such a long ways with it, but you might think, okay, well, they're always accomplishing great things, right? But the thing is, the truth is that we are never truly satisfied because our accomplishments don't actually validate us as individuals. So what we go about doing is we feel this need to just do more and be more and achieve more. However, this constant search for that approval and achievement never brings any lasting peace. It can't, right? It just doesn't because it never ends then. If you are only getting the approval when you are achieving, you're just going to always be restless. You're never going to be at peace. You're never going to be satisfied with yourself. What we need to do instead is recognize that our worth, this is so big, this has helped me a lot. This is something I have to coach myself on. I have to reparent myself on. And that is to recognize that our worth is not tied to our achievements or what we do for money or, you know, the things that people see or the likes we get on Instagram, that our worth is not connected to that. When you can break free from that, oh my gosh, it is so freeing. You can create from a place of love of giving back from creativity, from just high vibes, right? Not this need for approval. And what comes out is so much better, but really understanding that your true satisfaction and validation actually comes from understanding your own intrinsic value and truly 
just living your life with purpose and meaning, no matter what anyone else thinks. Okay. So I want you to ask yourself these questions, right? I want you to see if you also have, you know, if you're also suffering from approval addiction. Okay. So these are the questions you can ask. Are you overly concerned about what others think of you? Okay. Ask yourself that. I know if you're spending a lot of time in your head thinking about what others people think of you, that answer is yes. Do you sometimes have trouble recognizing what your own needs are? Because you're constantly thinking about what everybody else wants. Okay. If you have trouble recognizing what you need in any given moment to feel satisfied, happy, fulfilled. Okay. That's the next question you want to ask yourself. Do you find that you are saying yes to things when you really want to say no? right? That is a a classic approval addiction question to ask. Okay. The next question is, do you have difficulty expressing opinions contrary to those you are close to? So this is like, I don't want to ruffle any feathers. I just want to be liked. So I'm going to agree. I need the approval. So I'm not going to say how I really feel. Okay. That's another question. I don't struggle with that, that one as much. I actually just like to say what I feel now. Um, That's, you know, me just stepping into not really caring what people think all the time. I still do it some in some places, but ask yourself if that's, if that's one for you. And then I, this is a really big one here. I want you to ask yourself, why do you care what they think? Why? Right. This goes back to getting really close to understanding those core wounds. Why? What does it get you to care about what others think of you? It's fulfilling some need for you. And and it, it doesn't have to be a good need. It might be just the need to stay the safe, to say, to stay safe and the same. That's a need sometimes that we have. But you want to get really clear on why you care what other people think, where is that stemming from, and what are you getting from that? Okay. And then lastly, are you finding that your happiness, your internal joy and happiness is dependent and hinges on the approval of others? Okay. So those are the questions you can ask to see if you've got a little bit of that approval addiction. Okay. The next area that we, that it can really affect this need to care about what other people think is that it can actually have a pretty big toll on our relationships, right? Which seems counterintuitive, right? So relationships mean we should care what other people think. So what happens though, is when we care about what other people think are in what happens to our relationships is that it causes us to compromise our own values, beliefs, right? All of that gets compromised because we just want to fit in, right? And sometimes what happens is that playing small, allows you to keep connected to those around you. That's why we do it. We want, we want these relationships that, you know, we keep all the people close to us that we've been connected to close to us and around us so we can fit in. But if you have big dreams for your life, it may be time to actually upgrade who's around you, right? And to create space from those that are trapping you in a limiting mindset. Because like I said, those around you who care about you will want you to succeed. They won't want to limit you. They won't want to impose limiting beliefs around your goals. Okay. So what you want to do with respect to your relationships 
and to figure out, you know, what's going on there is to ask yourself this question, what happens if I go after my dreams? What's going to happen to my relationships? Will those around me be happy? Okay. That's a question you can ask. Will they support me, truly support you and be happy for you? Or are they going to cast doubt? Are they going to question me? Right? These are the questions you want to ask. And then you want to ask yourself, do you want it bad enough to change your current circumstances and do it anyways? Right? Because otherwise what's going to happen is you're not going to do your goal or your dream. You're not going to chase it. You're not going to do it at all. You're going to do a muted version of it. That could happen. Or you're going to do something else instead of the thing that you actually want. And ultimately that's going to lead to the last area where it's going to affect you the most, which is a lack of personal growth. You are going to stay stuck and the same. The more we focus on pleasing others rather than nurturing our own passions and aspirations, it, it doesn't allow us to grow. Okay. The only way that you actually grow is by doing new things having new experiences, learning new things, you know, putting yourself into new situations for expansion. And most of us like, sorry. And most of that doesn't like to do all of that, to put yourself in new situations, to grow, to expand, to try new things. There's no space for allowing yourself to align with the energy of worrying about what other people will think. There's no space for that. If you're trying to go after new things or do new things and grow. In fact, it's quite the opposite. Worrying about what people will think will actually just kill your dreams. It will stop them dead in their tracks. So what can you do instead? What can you care about instead? You know, why should you, what, what should you be caring about? Why does it matter? And like, why, where should your focus be placed instead? Okay. Sorry. I lost my words there for a second, but I'm back with you. Okay. What I want you to focus on instead is growth and expansion. You want to focus on your desires and why you want the things that you want. You want to think about who you want to help in this life, what problem you want to solve, the why, you know, the person you want to be, you know, the, the, what will make you proud. Care about that. Care about what you will think about your life, not what someone else is going to think about your life. And you want to ask yourself, what happens if I don't do this? If I don't do the things that I want to do, what happens? This is something I like to ask the uh, clients that I work with. Okay. I ask them to picture a movie of their life. If everything just goes about the way it's going about right now, no real changes, just humming and hawing through life, incrementally growing here and there, but not ever having this massive quantum leap or breakthrough in their life. What does that life look like at the very end of your life? Are you going to have any regrets? Are you going to look back at that movie and have any regrets at, with it? Because most people, when they get to the end of their life, that's the thing is they regret the things they didn't do, not the things that they did. Now, what I want you to do instead is picture what that movie looks like if you just go after it. What does it look like? What are you wearing? How do you feel? What are you doing? Who's around you? What have you accomplished? Picture that movie. The movie you want to see at the end of your life, when you look back, 
And you want to feel proud of the life that you created, of the impact that you had in this lifetime. What does that movie look like? And what I want you to do is get super close and connected to that movie. Keep it alive in your head. Just envision it, what you did, what who you helped, the problems you solved, how you felt, the experiences you had. What does it look like? I have a very visual memory and and thinking like I think in pictures so I can picture it all I can even I can even feel the feelings I can look at what I'm wearing and I want you to get that descriptive of how you're going to feel maybe even the smells like just make it like 5D here okay and keep it alive in your head keep that vision alive in your head and then what you're going to do is whenever the thought of what someone else might think creeps in What you're going to do is you're going to immediately replace that thought with your movie. You're going to replace it with the feeling that you will have when you are living life for you. When that film reel in your head is your reality, how will that feel? Immediately replace it. I guarantee you it's going to help you work through not needing to give an F about what anyone else thinks. Okay. So To cap off here, what I want you to do is just realize it's actually really pointless to focus on pleasing others. What it does is it just breeds uncertainty and it halts your dreams. So don't do it. Okay. Remind yourself that we, that we all have this inherent worth and dignity and like reason for being here, regardless of what anyone else thinks. And you don't need to care about what anyone else thinks, to tap into knowing that you have inherent worth, okay? What I want you to also do is start writing down your dreams every day. Either either you're going to populate that film reel into your head, you're going to read something, you're going to listen to something, maybe record your own voice, saying your own dreams, or you're going to write, whichever medium works for you. But you're going to manifest and hold those dreams with you every day. You're going to focus on them and you're going to take action towards them. That's how you manifest. You hold the vision very tightly. You focus on it and you take actions towards them. There's other steps towards manifestation. We can get into that, but this is what I do is I just hold it very, very close to me. Okay. And in that, I also focus on the why. It's not, it's not the, the money in the cars and buying the fancy things. That's not the why. Why am I here? Who am I meant to help? Who, what problem do I want to solve, right? Who do I want to serve? Why do I feel I've been put here? Focus on that, okay? And if you still find yourself, you know, needing this, needing that approval, if you're really saying like, Farah, I still have a big need, strong need here, this approval. I can't seem to kick it. Then this is where you might want to consider enlisting the help of a coach. This is something that I did for myself. And now, because I know how much it's helped me, it's one of the reasons I actually became a coach so that I can help others with this. And I am more than happy to support you with this. Okay. So do reach out to me. All right. So what I want to do as always is just really bring this home with a few quotes. And the first one here is from Virginia Woolf. And she says, the eyes of others, our prisons, their thoughts, our cages. And when I read this, I think, you know, 
if we're always caring about what other people think, we're always going to be a prisoner. We're going to be in a cage, right? I want you out of that cage. So I love it. It's beautiful. The eyes of others, our prisons, their thoughts, our cages. So free yourself from that. Okay. Don't worry about what other people think. Okay. The next one is from Michelle de Montaigne. I I tried to say it in a French way. I don't think I achieved that, but this is what he said. I do not care so much what I am to others as I care what I am to myself. And I love this. It, It should matter more to you what you care about yourself than what anyone else thinks. That should matter the most because it's going to be you at the end of that life looking back. And I want you to look back on that movie with the biggest smile on your face and the biggest feeling of happiness and satisfaction in your heart. Okay. And then one more quote, because I'm just loving this theme. This one is from Angelina Jolie, uh, another French last name there. And obviously we know who she is. She says, some people say you're going the wrong way when it's simply a way of your own. And I think this one is my favorite because, I mean, they're all my favorite, clearly, but I really like this because it's similar to the concept that I talked about in the last episode where I talked about Trent Shelton's idea of there's a prescription for your life and you're the only one who can see it because the prescription's for you. It's not for the person next to you. You know, if they take your glasses, they're not going to see the same thing. You've got to go your own way. It's for you. Who cares what, if people think you're going the wrong way, it's your way. Follow that path. Okay. Follow your desire, follow your dreams. So I get it. Caring about what people think is normal, right? We've, we've established, we all do it, but remember it can be harmful. Okay. So it's really time for some self-awareness and coaching ourselves to push past that need for approval. And what you can do is give yourself the approval by being your best, chasing your dreams unapologetically. And if you're finding that you you need support from someone to coach you through this, let's be honest. You need someone to call you out and hold you accountable to your dreams and goals, then feel free to reach out and book a call. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Futura Talks. I hope it has left you inspired and motivated to pursue your dreams, find your calling, and follow your heart in your life and business. If you enjoyed this conversation, it would mean so much to me if you would consider leaving a review and better yet, sharing this episode with someone who will be inspired to start building their own Futura. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and I will see you next week.